0: This is Colin McGuigan for AFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Delighted to be joined by Jimmy Conlon. Jimmy, you've got a smirk on your face. How's things, mate? Oh, good? Oh,
1: good, mate. You're the only person I know who has to give himself two intros. Um, two two such, intros, mate. Uh, such shows how big you are. Is this, Mr. Worldweight.
0: <laughs> uh, so, how's things? Well, how's this card been coming along for December 10th? Oh, good. Tell me, is that a Zoom hat in the background? Oh, goodness. Oh, I left that out there. I left that out there.
1: Oh.
0: The oh.
1: Eddie Hearn. Um, look
0: at me. Eddie Hearn. Look at Eddie me. Hearn. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, right. look, a, a Christmas cracker, December 10th. Talk to me about this card.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like Ron Seal, it's exactly what it says on the tin. Um, Christmas cracker. Very, very excited. There's a few fates brewing on the undercard that we've matched this week that that I'm very excited to see prospects getting out in real tests, step ups in their career. Um, Paddy Donovan against Winston Campos. Just we done yesterday. Winston went the distance with uh, Josh Kelly. He's fought Josh Josh Taylor. You know, very very seasoned operator, <clears throat> and Paddy's still in the progression stage. So it's a good uh, run out for him and good. A good barometer to, to where he's at. Uh, um, hard to stop. You know, no, very, very, very dur- durable. Uh, a veteran of the game and and seasoned the way around, around the ring. But yeah, that's that's lower down. So that was why it was on the main right now. I said, it. but Tyrone McKenna, Liam Taylor. I think you've you've already spoke to them, both promising exactly what what we all want and and in a blood and guts battle. Um both I spoke with Liam's Liam's coach during the week, uh Steve Maylett, and he's at the same, you know, of myself that you can tell tell Liam all, all you want, but he's gonna get in there and just have a tear up. And I think both of them accepted that um challenge thrown down. And you know, I think Sean McComb, if we can pull this title fight off against the 22-0 unbeaten French guy, um I think it's a massive fight, massive test for for Sean. We have one or two different backups there with you know, tough Africans that kind of will give Sean tests and really push him up to where he was against um, Gavin Gwynn and make sure that this Sean Sean McComb 2.0 is 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 what what we all believe it is and he is a better fighter because of that fight. So yeah, we're 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 still finalizing a few things, but yeah, I've been watching, um, Cream Gurphy training in his training camp. He looks fantastic, Nick. He looks like he's he's really taking this seriously and really coming to win and, and has the last wee bit of hunger that 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 is needed at his age to kind of kick on for a world title fight. And I went over and watched Michael Spar. Looks unbelievable. Um, top class French kid he was in with and was was really really good. And a, a young prospect that I really think is a cracker in Wales called Reese Evans. And we we brought him down. Reese Edwards, sorry, we brought him down and gave him a great rounds as well. So both. Everything's shaping up perfectly.
0: Talk to me about Gorphy because you know, people who maybe don't know the situation. Lee Lee Wood evidently didn't want the rematch. You you went for Jordan Gill, they made Jordan Gill and Kiko. Did was there anyone else on, on the radar for this fight for Michael, or was it really Gorfie's in a fight of the year fight? Michael's in a fight of the year fight, let's make them go together. No, Kiko
1: was in we also we also would like to do more than Kiko. Um I don't think I respect much more fighters than much as, as much as I respect Kiko. I think he's you know, he's what every young pro should, you know, kind of base himself off and how to reinvent your career so many times and that a loss is not, not the end of the world. And even for Michael's sake, someone when you lose, when you're a young phenom is what, what Kiko was, and you lose, there always is a way back and, and come bring yourself back, and that's by dedicating yourself to the sport. But Kiko and Jordan Gill we, we were our first kind of options of what, what we wanted to do. And that was kind of that. We also looked at Isaac Dog Bay. That, that didn't work with top-ranked states. And if we were able to get a you know proper big slot, we would have been able to do Mick and Dog Bay before the end of the year. But again, it was kind of not last last of the... Last of our picks, Gurfee was also in the mix. I'd also like to look at Gurfee simply because both lads have came back from fate of the years, both were in fate of the years, both provide entertainment and excitement and I think stayed ways. Gurfee was handling a similar style to Mick, which is Jordan Gill in terms of boxing and moving and good footwork and speed. Handling very, very well until, until he got until he got knocked out. So I'm intrigued to see how Michael um, adapts and adjusts and, and handles Gurfee.
0: We'll stick with him in event for a second. You know, where does this catapult Michael to next? And obviously, you, you you path out his career. Do you want to see him in a world title fight next? Could it be Isaac Dogbo, for example? Yeah, I
1: mean, the aim is a world title fight next, whether it be the IBF, whether it be WBO, whether it be the WBA. That's kind of what we've been speaking with with Top Rank, and they're kind of the same mindset as ourselves that the world title fight next should be should be the plan. But we, we are open to all options. Um, He had to rebuild after a loss, as you do. Uh, You can't really, you know, it, it was a fantastic fight and we thought that would have forced a, a rematch, but uh, you can't um, begrudge uh, Lee Wood and his team by going a different route and wanting to, to try and unify titles or, or fight Leo Santa Cruz. So we had to kind of take our own path and, and forge our own path to get back to the title. So, March or August, but I would, yeah, prefer March. The reason why we're fighting in December and keeping active is to be ready for March.
0: Okay, and obviously as well, you, the condom boxing and Stable, you've got another IBO world champion in terms of Podrick McCrory. Um, Podrick, I spoke to Calla this week and he said he likes the Lyndon Arthur fight for Podrick next what what do you see? Because th- this fight here, I take it Podric's gonna be in a, against someone that, that's well ranked in this fight and um who who is he fighting and who's he gonna fight next time?
1: We're he's mostly gonna be fighting an hmm. undefeated fighter, but it's it's more again, same position as Michael. We're baiting time. He he was fresh, he wanted to get out again, he wanted to keep active, and at this stage of his career activity is key. So getting paid, getting party a fate just to be to be back in Belfast was another thing but setting them up for an, a a massive fate in march we've been speaking with Nessa back and forth about Belfast going through um what the potential of doing a show in Belfast early next year is with Wasserman and and and, and in the SSE. so that's the plan keep this fate again party just needs to keep continuing progressing He's still learning, if it sounds insane, but you know, he took so much time out of the ring, he's still progressing and still learning. Uh, and and this fight will be just kind of keeping him nice and ready for, for March because Lyndon Arthur is an easy fight to make within the Wasserman stable. There's other big fights out there. I think Rocky Feeling beats Dan Aziz. That would be another cracking fight, and, and, uh, which is a fan-friendly fight, and I just think it's a three, four, five round war. But yeah, Lyndon Arthur is... Is a massive step for a party and a, and, a, and a massive fight for the stable.
0: We've spoke about Sean. We've spoke about Tyrone and Liam Taylor, and I mean that doesn't need to give any more from you on that because you know how much of a of a fight that's going to be. What what does Liam Taylor bring to the table against Tyrone McKenna in Belfast? I think he brings
1: another never say die never say die attitude. Uh, I was lay I was there in in, in the venue against when he fought. Um, Darren Tetley, and I was taken aback by how much both lads put on the lane and and how well it was received. Like it was during lockdown. That was you could feel and hear the impact of every punch and the body shots that that uh, that was getting you know, in. And Liam was landing and you know, it was very very you know the thing with Liam he looks looks like a carbon copy with uh, of Tyrone but only an orthodox. They both come box. They both can get on the outside. They've got long enough arms to stick and move. But they end up getting drawn in, and they leave openings when they're inside. There's openings to the body and to the head. They're they're uh, prone to getting hurt. Both show uh, a lot of vulnerabilities on the inside, especially. But it's hard to come back from being hurt when they're hurt and wounded. That's when they're at their most dangerous, and that's why I think the fight has all the all the ingredients as, as a potential fight of the year.
0: Moving on, the the prospects at Conlon Boxing. Um, first of all, will we see Lewis Crocker on this card?
1: We'll announce tonight, well last night if we're doing this t- t- tomorrow um, Lewis Crocker Paul Ryan and Connor Quinn will be on the card Crack family getting out, small wee injury in August Adam Booth has labelled him as a cross between David Hay and Ram Burnett in terms of punch power speed mentality um, and his willingness to learn so it's it's something i'm excited to see the the collaboration of booth and and cracker and see how it comes across we've got a match at the minute um uh, we haven't announced announced in the match till probably the end of the week but yeah we've got a match in a good test six rounds it's only getting back out and then the plan is to keep them active january is the next target february or march after that so a six and a six and then we're back into 10 round
0: fights Kieran Malloy dominating performance in Germany. Will we see step-ups here on out for Kieran Malloy throughout his career? That's the plan. That's
1: the plan. I think he fought out of his weight and out of his comfort zone in Germany. The guy came in a lot heavier. We had to push the weight up on the day. Something he wasn't that comfortable with. And again, you kind of watch these things from afar and you see how their mentality is to these small uh, dilemmas. And he just took it in a straight. No problem whatsoever. Very, very strong Georgian. And I was worried on it. I wasn't worried on that the fate exactly. I knew he had uh, too much in the tank for this kind of calibre opponent, But I was worried that he was so strong, so aggressive, that the weight could play a potential factor. And it didn't. He, I thought he, he looked, I, it just constantly looks better and better. I thought he was a superstar in Belfast. And I and I do believe that. You know, that this, this is someone that, TG four in Ireland can, can, can really build behind. Being from Galway, being from where TJ four TG four is, it's uh it's definitely a star.
0: Kurt against a really tricky opponent in Frankfurt. He came out on top, he looked good doing it. What's next for Kurt Walker?
1: Again, it's just another stage. We we figured out what Kurt is. he's a high level amateur. Thing with Kurt is if you're fighting the best in the world, he'll be ready for the best in the world. But if you match him a bit weaker, he kinda l- lets his guard down and gets a bit complacent. So find that balance as we did in Belfast. So he matched him against an 18 and three Argentinian. He really came to win and had been fighting a title contention. So I thought that brought the best out of him. And then a tricky Colombian um in uh in Frankfurt and seen a different side to him. It was his first fight with H, who Iqbal, um, in in proper camp together, and I I really really liked what I've seen. So again, another step in the right direction for Kurt. I think this will be his last six. We'll move the eight rounders starting next year.
0: Big promotion yesterday. I think he announced it that there was a promotion being put on by Ticketmaster and the SSA Arena. Talk to me a bit about that. I'm I'm worth if, if there's fans listening to this that want to get tickets. What what's on offer? Yeah. Black Friday sales seem to be all the new rage,
1: um, rage. Sorry. and you know the SSE are doing a bit on the Belfast Giants and a few other of their shows, and they'd said this is you know this is the way things are moving, and asked us would it be interested in doing a Black Friday sale. So yes, we're we're doing on selective tickets. Um, the more high end, the hundred pound, hundred fifty pound tickets will be fifty percent off on them for the weekend. It's a Black Friday sale, so it's Black Friday to Sabre Monday. Um, will be fifty percent off on on the the two brackets of hundred pound and hundred and fifty pound tickets, which I think is insane and phenomenal, and and I believe they will go very very quickly, especially the hundred fifty pound tickets because there wasn't much of them left. So it's um, yeah, it's it's something new. We're trying it out. We're giving it, giving it a run. We've never done it before, but yeah, it's a. Uh, in this cost of living crisis, I think it works out well for the punter, for the pen public. It's really getting you know discounted prices at at high end, high end seats. So, yeah, very, very good.
0: Broadcast for this fight. Talk to me about that in the UK and worldwide. Where where can you watch this fight if you're not lucky enough to be there?
1: We will confirm that this week, hopefully, and we'll be doing an announcement this week. But yeah, we've got various different. Uh, Broadcast deals around the world, ESPN being being our main broadcasting partner in the states, but we've we've done we've done a good few international um, international rights sales. So yeah, we'll we'll confirm that this
0: week. From listening to what you've had to say here, I can't wait for a Christmas night on the nights in the SSE in Belfast. So if you haven't got your tickets, there's very limited numbers after this week, obviously with the sale. So get them now. And um, we'll move on for a second. I want to get your opinion on a few other fights happening. Um, Josh Warrington on the same night is in a very tough fight. What do you make of that? I think it's an a very intriguing fight.
1: Um, Lopez, he's not. Uh, he's not got the fundamentals that you're expecting for a world champion or or someone at world level. He's unorthodox. He throws from from very very unorthodox angles, but he, and he also hits like a train. Warrington would have to be high tempo. Um, I seen in the fight with uh Isaac Dogbe, or sorry, not Isaac Dogby, what do you call him? With Isaac Lowe, that even though Isaac got dropped in the first round, he was having a lot of success by by again high tempo in and out. I, I, it looked like Lopez was baiting his team. He was giving him a bit of space, but he, he throws a very, very unorthodox angles. And what we've seen against Laura is that the unorthodox punches seem to catch um Josh unawares and it was the first time obviously seen has been hurt and, and knocked out. So it's a very intriguing fit. I, I think Warrington wins. I think uh he may have a bit too much over the twelve rounds, but I do think there is a potential upset and Lopez getting the KO here. His power can get him through. Um but I I think he loses rounds, but it's he's really banking on his power.
0: Santa Cruz, Leeward. Do you think it happens? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. If, if we're talking about Lara in that situation, where does that leave him then? Kiko Martinez. You think that fight could be next, Kiko and, and Lara? To be a
1: shame for Kiko, um, but uh, potentially.
0: Katie Taylor, Croke Park, it's been the most spoke about Irish fight. Probably ever. Do you think that happens, and would you like to see maybe Michael on that that undercard?
1: I think Katie. If Katie's not in Crook Park, um, it's doing her a terrible disservice. I think she is. She has carried amateur boxing and now professional boxing in the south a lot on her shoulders. Carried a lot of pressure on her shoulders, especially from. You know the times that they were going to the World Championships in Chicago onwards, right up to twenty twelve in London. The you know amateur boxing in the Olympics was because of her having a, a fight of this magnitude in you know an iconic setting as the as croke Park would be. I think even Katie in Dublin would be a travesty if it if it doesn't happen. Even you know the the, the three arena. But for something like that in Crook Park there is only one person I think who can do it and that is that is Katie. Um, it would be fantastic for Irish boxing. It would be good to see every Irish boxer on the card. I, I, you know, you would love to see um, some great all Irish fates and I see everyone throwing their hats into the ring and, and rightfully so because these opportunities and these nights don't come around often, especially in Ireland. Even in the UK, Wembley Stadium, you, you don't get Fates in Wembley every other week. There, there's few and far between. But for us, for Irish, for Irish boxing fans, um, at the opportunity uh, and the event of that says, uh, yeah, I would even dust off the the
0: retirement my, myself to try and really go. Actually, I wouldn't fuck out Jamie Collins coming back. That's, <laughs> <a bit> of... <laughs> That's the wrong one. That's it. Would Would you like to see Wood on that undercard? Yep, makes sense um makes
1: sense from a promotional point of view uh it would, it would be classic it wouldn't make sense from 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 a promotional point of view because he is uh, a much fighter, and why would you bring him to ireland instead of not him if, if you have an opportunity to do it outdoor in ireland so but in terms of the promotion of the event it would make sense yeah um
0: yeah of
1: course i'm not going to say no i'm not going to say no to that
0: final question before I let you go because you're a promoter manager I have to ask you this what do you make of the YouTube boxing scene and do you think that's something that you can you can watch and enjoy or is it something that you kind of turn your nose up to and be honest with me <clears throat> I enjoy the build up if i honest I like Jake Paul
1: um, in our group chat they're all ripping them in pieces but I actually like him he's, he's growing on me I like Carrie Carries himself he makes Controversy and, and creates hate and I think fighters can potentially learn off that to, to to build their own profiles. In terms of the boxing, I've never watched a single yeah. round. I just uh, it, it wouldn't. And you wouldn't? Not that. Just never have. Just I have zero interest in the actual fight. I have became interested in the fighters, but I'll check to see who wins after. And look at the result and see like that, and listen to their interviews. And if someone is chasing Dylan Danis around the, a car park, getting getting a clip on the chin, and sends me the video to watch it, I'll watch it. But um, yeah, yeah, that that, that is you. Um, <laughs> Do I watch the fates No, no, it doesn't. I, I, I they, they they done that one in Dubai. Or, I think it was Dubai or Abu Dhabi the other week, and I never watched it. I I didn't know who won any of the fates. I just watched then the run on to the next show, which you were doing um, and covering. And all that kind of thing was was very, you know, was good. It was funny. It was different. It was fake. Most of it, except for that the, the, your mom punching him in the car park. Um, the Guys, I've never, I don't know a lot of them. I'm not young enough to know a lot of them. I, I, I know Dallas because he used to hang around Mac- Conor McGregor. I'd never seen him fight in his life. But he's, again, made a name himself in the in the, in the fighting world. So, yeah, it's it's interesting, um, but doesn't, uh, I don't think I could sit there. Could you sit there? How did you find sitting watching it? Or, Kev, do you, do you have to give an independent point of view here?
0: No, I, see, to be honest, at the beginning, I never really read it. it. wasn't something I would have watched. Obviously, I had to cover that event and enjoy it. It was different. They're all personalities in their own right. I mean, there's not many of them claim to be boxers. So actually, in the interviews when I spoke to them, they all said like we're not boxers. We're just here from an entertainment perspective, and I think that's fair enough. Um, yeah. but again, at the same time, I've seen a video that Josh Taylor showed of uh of one of them in the ring, and actually at the time, I didn't even see how bad it looked, and it did Shocker. be big shout So, shout, yeah. see, I've seen all them
1: clips, and, and
0: listen, I, I they're
1: not boxers. I would never, never put them in the same bracket as a boxer, and. And that's kind of where I place it in my head, and that's why I can enjoy it, but I don't watch it, but I enjoy the build-up, enjoy them the the circus around it. Um boxers getting involved in it is where I draw the line. Like if Tommy Fury is a boxer, why is he calling me someone who's not a boxer? If I see these other kids calling me, John Hedges, calling out calling calling them out, and you're like you, know, if you, you you have to have a different stance on it. They're not boxers, but they create uh, fun hype and boxers can learn of it. They really can. It would kill me to do anything like that. Just all sounds too fake.
0: Too, too manic for common boxing. Well, Jimmy, thank you very much for your time. We'll catch up again on Fight Week and I, I appreciate it. Cheers, comp. Good to see you, man. Hurry home. Sports Social Podcast Network.